Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Like, Lego is one of the, the cleverest things in this entire world. We've got whatever Elon Musk's doing by taking over people's brains, and then we've got Lego. It's, it's quite, quite amazing. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Reg. I'm Sean. Or Steve. Uh, or both. Depending on what day of the week it is. And what the oh, Reg is I about. Mean, some have, time. Have, have you noticed though that for the past, say, two months? Mm. He hasn't been on a podcast. Ouch. <laughs> I, was, I was going to say, even in referencing conversations, I've called you Sean. Oh, I, have well, I mean, I, I haven't been around enough to notice. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair it's enough. when I've been talking to you via like Messenger and stuff. I've been like, oh, hi, yeah. Sean. Hi. <laughs> he figured that was like a bot or something. I if feel you were like, just calling him Sean. I feel like dropping in every couple of weeks means that like my presence has yeah. more value. That's true. And, you know, it's nice to see everyone at home likes to see that you're alive. That's good. I am very much alive. Wow, very been, been much. Doing some, been doing some DIY. Turns no out, yeah. Turns so out, skirting boards, right, right uh, are to protect a small gap between the wall and the floor. All oh, right, okay. I, I didn't know that, so I pulled the skirting boards off, and there's just this big, massive hole. We tried to get the bed in the uh, in the spare room to go a different way, and um, I mean, it, it wouldn't just, fit with skirting boards. Yeah, so oh, we took that the first one off. And then it still didn't fit. So then we took the second one off, and I was covered in blood. And it just, oh, it just, no. it just, it, it was one of those situations that escalated. You know, where you have an idea and you think that'll be yeah. easy, and then you crack on with it. And before you know it, like, yeah, it's it's like that scene from um, Fifteen Stories High where he's pulling at the 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 the, the um, wallpaper because there's a little bit hanging off and he pulls a little bit and then a little bit more and then it it goes away from him and then the next scene he's pulling on the whole wallpaper because it's just hanging off that that was me with the skirting board just just don't open the window because you would suffocate because that's what happens in space oh yeah yeah for those those audio people sean's set his his little background he's like on a on a cartoon spaceship it's exciting do you like my shirt, is. by the way? Yeah. Wearing a, a Troy and Abed t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I can't quite see it. Oh, there you go. Troy and Abed in the morning. Oh, no. no, <laughs> <you're so weird>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was just weird. Yeah. What, so what, what experiments have they been doing? In that? So it's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks, guys. We missed a week. That's the first week we've missed, I think, since we uh, since since COVID, since we came back. Am I, am I right? Am I accurate with that? I think so. You are very I think accurate, like, sir. I think, like every other company, we can just blame it on COVID. The things, the yeah. things companies have been blaming. We will on COVID blame me going and having a lovely birthday long weekend in London on COVID. Definitely COVID's Happy fault. To you. you know, it was Happy. very, it was very weird. I've got several things I want to, I want to talk about this this episode. One of them is is my trip down to London. Um, so we went, we went on the Sunday, like early, early morning, like. 5am or something like that um and drove to Thorpe Park and this was my first taste of social distancing 
in theme parks. Oh, what was it like? So over this trip, I went to Thorpe Park, I went to Chessington, and I went to Legoland, okay? And it was all very different. Thorpe Park, the demographic there is very much sort of, I guess, teenagers and, you know, (laughs) millennials, you know, those guys. Uh, None of of us 80s kids. Um, And, you know, they don't care. They don't really give a what, do they? That's 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 the millennial way. <clears throat> Sorry, any millennials listening. So it was quite, and, and Thorpe Park's quite small. And it's quite compressed. It's not like Alton Towers where you have to walk twenty minutes to get from one ride to the other. You're literally four minutes and you've crossed the park. It's so, a small park, very yeah, small. And apparently they're only filling these parks to about sixty percent capacity. Yeah. But then the rides are only running at about sixty percent capacity. So it's like, okay, it's August and it's a Sunday probably going to be really busy but yeah maybe not because you know covid and it was quite busy and the queues were generally um you know at the exit and they didn't really want to fill it up past the exit i think the longest we queued was maybe about two hours for something it was generally i want to say colossus because it was i think it broke halfway through the queue but it was generally an hour to an hour and a half and the problem is obviously in a queue they put all these helpful dots on the floor just like our supermarkets have done um and it's quite easy for you to just right you guys stand there we'll stand here you behind the stand there now for me i don't care what everyone else is doing in front of me and i don't care what everyone's doing behind me except for the person immediately behind like yeah. if we leave a gap between me and the next person in front that's that's my job done i just want the person behind to do the same so there's a gap and 50, it was 50 50 on whether the person who was behind you cared you know they would just they would either just be standing right behind you and you sort of shuffle forward and they shuffle forward so you it was a it was a bit of a loss all you could do was try and leave an obnoxiously large gap between you and the person in front so they could notice and then go oh, all right this guy's actually cares about dying you know that sort of thing. I've started in those situations. I've started just turning round and doing looking the, the at the turn. person, doing just, the cinema turn. Someone just, talking just, behind you, though. No, I don't. No, I don't turn with my head. I turn right. with my whole Your body, entire body, so and just facing them. And I just look at them. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what do you, do you want? Across your what arms. are we doing? Is it just? No, a, I'm just. No? I'm just like, and they make it, it makes them feel really uncomfortable and take a step. Oh, back. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, any anyone staring at me like that, but but. <laughs> No, it sort of reminds them that I exist and I'm not just the back of the head. <laughs> okay, I have the front enough. as well. <laughs> I should have just worn a really big like rucksack. Yeah. One that just stuck out miles. Like my old V like, Fest one. Have have like a uh what do they call a it? Hula, hula hoop. hoop. Yeah. 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 But like on a hat with a <laughs> or walk around with an umbrella constantly, just the biggest umbrella with spiky ends. <laughs> but um but that, that but, was a fun day. I, I'm gutted though because it's the first time I've been to Thorpe Park in I want to say two years mm-hmm. um, since the Darren Brown ride opened. And oh, did you go on? No, because it's closed. Oh, <laughs> it's no the way. only one that was closed because you have to put a VR headset on, and they're like, can't be bothered cleaning them every five minutes. Yeah. So they don't do it. Um, oh no way. Yeah, but and then it was, it was bizarre. Some rides they would go. We'll just we're just gonna fill every every row. You know, we won't if you're if you're a two, you'll get a row of four to yourself. 
but there'll be a person in a row behind and a person in a row in front. And otherwise, they were like, no, every other row. It's, it, it seemed to be very just willy-nilly on whether, yeah, very whether it would. Yeah, absolutely. But from what I understand, there also needs to be a certain weight. Like they want to have a minimum weight. So I don't know why they don't just fill half the seats with those water-filled dummies just to keep the weight right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Um, yeah, no single riders or anything like that. So that, that sort of speeds it up a bit and no um no fast tracks either the only sort oh, really? of fast track-esque thing there was was um the ride access pass so if you're if you're disabled or anything like that you know you can oh. you can bypass that queue can't you just not don't stand in the queue for the hour you go off somewhere else for the hour um yeah but yeah i mean that was thought part the worst bit was getting in so we got there for for opening and the queue I mean, it was a, probably at least a half-hour queue to get in, and that was the first taste of yeah, people people down south and of this age demographic, let's say, don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they just they just want to go and have a fun day in a theme park. Um, well, I'm I'm going to uh to London on Thursday. Okay, uh, well that's where I was on Monday. City centre. Yeah, so that that's what? the next part of my story. But carry Come on. on. No, no, no. I'll, well, I'll you crack on. Well, the the next day was my actual birthday, and the whole point of this trip was so you know, obviously, eat out to help out for for non British people. Um, the government said they would pay up to ten pound per head um, uh, as a half price offer on food in any restaurant that wanted to take up the offer, and pretty much every restaurant did, um, including Coco Curry in London, which. You've probably heard me mention Coca Curry in Japan as being one of the most amazing restaurants ever. And just such a simple thing. It's just Japanese curry done right, like katsu done amazingly. And there's two restaurants in London, they're the only ones in the UK. Um, and they said, Yeah, we're doing it. And normally it's about, I mean, you maybe spend about 13, 14 pounds on a bowl of curry. So yeah. to get that half price, like that's amazing. And then we also found that the Okonomiyaki restaurant. So okonomiyaki is a Japanese uh, like pancake type thing. Uh, it's like cabbage and stuff. I took Reg. If you watch our Baby Metal Wembley video, me and Reg go there, and um, yeah, we we had lots of it's awesome food. Just very, very, very delectable. Yeah, it it you think it shouldn't be? You think Reg would not have liked it on paper for me to go? Hey, Reg, we're going to go to this restaurant and eat a thing that is just batter and cabbage. He'd have gone, yay. Uh, but just yeah, he he was rather rather taken by it from what I remember. But the point oh, is, indeed. I found that these two places were doing the fifty percent offer, and I was like, "Can we go to London?" So literally, the whole the whole point of this trip was so I could eat at two restaurants. So uh, I had a, an amazing birthday lunch and an amazing birthday dinner, which was just great. But anywho, London was bizarre. I've never like for the for the theme parks to be so busy. And I've been to I've been over to Liverpool, I'm in Chester, and they're just packed. London was empty. I was on Oxford Street. And it was just it, I mean, it was probably about ten to twenty percent of what of the the number of people there would normally be. We walked into into Hamleys, and you know that first floor, you go in and you have all the people standing around doing, you know, card tricks, using doing the colour pen things, flying those stupid little robots around and boom, you know, all that rubbish. And just hundreds of people. I, I think I probably counted about eight people on the ground floor. I've never seen wow. a place so empty. It was it was great. 
So that was nice. We had, you know, you'll have a nice time in London. Um, but anywho, the, the, the next trip was on the Tuesday. We went to um, Chessington in the morning and Legoland in the afternoon. Um, and they were completely, completely different to, to Thorpe Park. Like, actually, people, I think it's because it's more families. Yeah. Um, people maybe care a bit more. They're just a bit more polite. I don't know. But they were much, 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 much better. Um, and I, I'll let you know about, there's, there's a new ride that opened, uh, I think, a year ago at Legoland. Um, and you know Ninjago? That's mm-hmm. their sort of one of their big, big brands. Um, there's a ride, basically. It's like you've been on Toy Story Mania, Reg, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, so you sit in a car. There's like, I think, four along. Um, and you go up, to, you go in into a um, into a room in this car with about four other cars, and they pull up to a screen, and then stuff happens on the screen, and you shoot a gun or whatever, throw hoops in um, in the Toy Story one, and you earn points. You know, it's like it's like any ghost train with a, a gun or whatever. Um, but this one, you don't have a gun. You've got these these sensors in front of you, and you're supposed to just go like that. And you can sort of point up and point forward and point. So again, for people not watching the video version, you just sort of jam your hand across the sensor and it fires out like shurikens at the screen. Right. And you think, oh, that's going to be loads of fun. After about two minutes of playing this, maybe the second screen, you're exhausted. your arms, absolutely. Yeah. I've never, ever been so tired. Like you talked a couple of weeks ago about <laughs> uh, the um, Ring Fit. Yeah, Nintendo Switch ring ring fit, and like you know, all you're doing is squeezing and pulling on this ring. Yet you get this ridiculous workout. This was like that. You just you just <laughs> like that. Like I, 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 it nearly killed me. But like, it's for kids, though, right? And kids are well, psychopaths when it yes comes to no. to energy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I suppose the yes whole part's for kids, but it's also <laughs> you know, well, it's for kids, but also Lego know exactly where the money is, and that's in the parents, and that's why you know lego for adults is starting to become a much much bigger thing oh i saw the nintendo thing it looks so good oh the, the nintendo screen, land I mean. at universal oh. no 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 the yeah. um oh, console. Console. Yeah. oh it's amazing absolutely incredible I've, I've got a friend who bought it and he's been sending me um like videos of time lapses of him putting them together and little demos and stuff and it is amazing so yeah. again if people don't know about it it's a it's literally it looks I think it is to scale, isn't it? It's a it's a yeah. NES Nintendo Entertainment System, and then a TV. And the first thing, the NES, you know, you can you you flap you you put the flap up, and you've got a cartridge, um, which again is right size, and it goes in exactly how it should. Pops out when you need it. But I, I don't know whether you guys have seen it. There's a little hidden compartment along the side of it, and when you pop that up, it's got a a, a miniature version of World Two. No. World One Level Two of uh, Super Mario Land. No, and it's so it's you, you've even got nice. the three. You know the three warp pipes. So you've got to decide which one you want to go down. Yeah, and it's the one where you can go along the top, along the bricks to skip everything, and you can go That's skip amazing. through to like World Three or whatever. It's got that miniaturized, just as this little, little like you know Easter egg. But then Love the that. TV, the TV has got a little handle on it, and when you wind the handle. It's like a conveyor belt on the screen. An actual Mario Lego, Lego Mario level spins around. So um, this little Mario, like um, that's attached to a stick, 
actually goes through the level, goes up and down as you're going through the level. It's amazing. And the best bit is if you put the Mario on top, so the Mario from the Lego Mario set, that you, I showed it off a couple of weeks ago, where you can bounce him around the level. If you sit him on the top, it will play the music as it goes, and it will do the sound effects as it gets to each each bit. So if he lands on a you know on a, on a toadstool or something like that, he'll he'll make that sound. If you get a coin, he'll go ding. It's it's amazing. Like Lego is one of the the cleverest things in this entire world. We've got whatever Elon Musk's doing by taking over people's brains, and then we've got Lego. It's it's quite quite amazing. Well. My trip to London's probably going to be a little bit different. Uh, we okay. were going to go to visit a museum, but we had to to pre-book in advance, and it's already mm. filled up. Um, Laura really wants to go to the Harry Potter Museum, which I haven't been to yet. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you know, I mean, that's we'll quite see. a long way from London, but... Yeah, um, but I've... Uh, and we don't do this often, but the hotel that I stayed in when I first got this new job... Uh, oh, it's a yeah. really posh one um, on the uh, on Westminster Bridge. Um, we, oh, is it is it the one? Yeah, you, you've you've got the straight you've got the bridge, and if you're yeah. facing away from from um, the House of the Parliament, yeah, it's straight ahead. Yeah, and it's got this sort of triangle and it's of, of balconies, huge it's like big glass, glass thing. Yeah, yeah. I stayed it. in that. For, you say it's expensive. I spent twenty five pounds to stay in that hotel. When? <laughs> about five years ago i can't remember oh, was it like it on was, a deal I'm it was lastminute.com yeah. did a uh, did an offer of secret hotels for 25 pound and i yeah. had a gig in london that i wanted to go to and i'd just have a look and it wouldn't tell you what the hotel was it told you a rough area so i knew it was going to be in london oh what was but, it red bubble red red something well this red. was just lastminute.com yeah. and if you but if you took the description that it gave you of the hotel and put it you into google it yeah. then found the lastminute.com listing for the actual hotel. So I was like, it's that hotel. <laughs> it yeah. was brilliant. And yeah, it's got really nice um, underground spa as well, hasn't it? Well, we've, um, anyway, we've booked sorry. that. But and, yeah, it's um, normally very expensive. The, the last, well, the last time I went, it was for a corporate thing. Um, <laughs> and the, the breakfast was poor. It was loud all night. So I, I, I emailed in and was like, this was a bit rubbish. And they said, well, when you come back, we'll, we'll knock 20% off and we'll upgrade your room to a uh, a Big Ben view. Not that there's any point of that, because Big Ben's broken <laughs> at the moment. Uh, but you still get to see the the, um, the bridge, right? And the rest of London. Yeah, you see the bridge, and you'll see... You you'll can see, see the clock Obviously, the eye, yeah. Um, anyway, the uh, the price of the hotel per night was like 160 for the room we're getting. Uh, they had it on a deal through the Radisson Rewards card I've got, which is like 110. Uh, it, basically, it was like 80 quid. Which I don't think was bad. No, um, it's not bad for a hotel. It's in well. the middle of London. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're, we're gonna nice. we're gonna pretend well, to be posh. We're gonna know, get, we're gonna get room service breakfast for twenty one pound each. <laughs> do you know about the um, the Harry Potter shop in London? The unofficial Harry Potter shop, should say. No. So it's near Covent Garden. Um, if you if you go from Leicester Square and walk towards Covent Garden, you can't miss it. And it's it's awesome. It's 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 pretty big, but it it's been designed to look like it's a Harry Potter shop, like it's a Diagon Alley shop or something. Yeah. It looks really cool. So it's worth going and have a look in that as well. well that'll that, that'll at least get no no absolutely. West, Westminster's twenty not twenty minute like walk. Covent Garden next door to Covent Garden. Um, yeah. So I've been yeah. uh, I've, I've been rewatching um, Silicon Valley. All right. 
Um, I don't know whether we've talked about this before, but um, you know the guy that plays uh, Russ Hanneman? The yeah. guy who wants, car- wants doors that go like that, not like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that, not like yeah. that. Do you know who he is? Tres Commas. Um... Tres Commas. Yeah. No, go on. And who he's been right. for the past seven years. Okay. Possibly one of the most famous cartoon characters on the planet. Is it Lion-O from Thundercats? More famous. Uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. More famous. Michelangelo from the New Turtles. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. He's Mickey Mouse. He does Mickey Mouse's voice. He does Mickey Mouse's voice. Have you seen (laughs) on on Disney Plus, they put (laughs) on a load of new Mickey Mouse shorts. Mm. Reggie always has a story about Mickey Mouse. The new design Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but have you seen how... Fucked up and weird they are. Like I, I literally had to turn one off because Oliver was looking quite shaky at it. Um, so they were going to, um, well, Mickey was driving and his car broke down in the middle of this this dark woods, woodland area. Um, and then out of the blue, Goofy just rises up as a zombie and starts chasing him, but his eyes like dragging down and his arms are coming through. Yeah. Oliver just sat there like, what the hell? And like, um, and, and then Holly goes back on. And I was like, fucking hell. I thought I could leave him watching Special guests. While I went and made yeah, a brew in the absolutely. kitchen. And I come back and I'm like, fucking hell, I can't even do it. Like, the other one, the one before it, was um, you finally realised that it, the running joke of them is the fact that one wears pants. Like, Mickey Mouse wears pants. Donald Duck only wears a shirt. So they go into a, um, like a, a greasy spooner type place where Goofy's cooking up some burgers. Mm. Um, <laughs> And he just spits like, down at the grill, looks at them and goes, oh, you two, get out. And starts like proper kicking off in a weird accent that doesn't sound anything like Goofy. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, can't you read? No shirt, no pants, no service. Get out. <laughs> so, so they decide one of them is going to get naked. And then the other one wears a shirt and pants. Right. And okay. goes and the stuff. Makes perfect sense. But then like three quarters of the episode is just how Mickey avoids being seen in the buff because he looks down at himself and goes ooh and like covers his air bits well, and then the hides new... of stuff and it's just it's well bizarre I think the new Mickey animation is, a, is is in itself even without a story it looks a bit weird and and they've started designing the um, um, the new sort of like range in the Disney stores slightly differently to to, to, to match his new appearance which some people don't really like but I'm, I'm getting used to it I'm getting used to it Mm. Um, but I'm also, and I've just finished season one, waiting for season two because it's not out for the next couple of days. The boys, yay! Have you, my... you not watched that? Have you only just no. started watching it? Only just started watching Brilliant. it. Went and seen Stu the other day, and uh, he, him and Emma suggested that I, I check it out, and I yeah. was, I was fascinated. It, so it good. felt, it feels like super. It, it feels like super. Um, I know. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can see that a little bit. Um. But no, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. It is. I'm annoyed. Like, I'm only like, I got, I think, three till the last of it until my prime ran out uh, on the trial. And uh, I was like, no, and there's no reason for us to get prime like at all. There's no point in spending money just for a streaming service. No. And that we do so because we very there's, rarely order anything from it. So yeah. there's no point in that. There's I don't not that use Alexa on. or anything like that. So literally everything's Google for me. So I'm like, there's no point in me having that. I've got Netflix. That's fine. Yeah. I, I find that Netflix constantly has something that I'm I want to watch. 
you know, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon I know I Amazon I want to like well yeah but, but I, I feel like, like I'm, I've, I've just recently got Amazon and it was partly um, they offered me a free another free trial and I was like yeah okay great because I want to watch this and that but I can see an end to what I want to watch whereas Netflix every every single month there seems to be something I'm like right so, brilliant well worth watching I want to watch that one. I accidentally stumbled onto your Netflix account the other day I pressed the wrong okay. button um, and I was looking just uh, being nosy. I was looking through your watch list. Your account, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I know, I know it's yours. I mean, you know, they're separated out so you can yeah, share yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. I think is a really good idea. Because um, another reason to keep in mind is if you look at the pricing structure, I've got a 4K TV over here. Well, I've actually got a HDR TV. Um, mm. And to get Netflix with 4K and HDR, you have to have yeah, the package the that, that you like share with other people. Five, so yeah. it's it, it makes it pointless to have the free one. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm. And I know you've got a TV. I'm not sure whether it's got HDR, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's got 4K. Yeah, um, it does. So, you know, you, 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 everyone's taken advantage. Um, but I, I know I was looking through your watch list and what was on there? There was a couple of things on there that I was like, oh my God, has he not seen that yet? Like, um, I know Better Call Saul was on there and that's probably because of the fact that I've been pestering you about it. Uh, and I know I put that on. The first thing I watched when I got Netflix was Breaking Bad yeah i was like because I, I i again we've talked about it loads but watched the first season and was like yeah it's fine and never went any further with it but i was like all right look let's just get through this um so i put better Call soul on as the next one to watch but i never i never started it i've heard it's better i have it heard is it. better yeah 100 percent. it's gotta be because we, we tried breaking bad again and we only got about three episodes into season two. Oh, it's a shame. Like, I, mean, just, it is. I just can't, but it's the same as that Ozark. Everyone raves and raves and raves yeah. about Ozark and says how good it is. And we got through season one, and we're just about to start season two, and we were like, let's just watch this first. And we put something else on and never went back to it. And we've done that with so many shows on Netflix. But I don't know if it's just because it's there and you know it's always going to be there. So it's yeah. like when, when we have the conversation about the um, the PlayStation Plus games and the the, the Game Pass and stuff, because you know they're always going to be there and they're free and you don't think about it. Mm. They you won't go to you'll go to the ones that you've recorded personally and watch all that sort of stuff first, and then when they've run out, you'll go. Yeah. You know what? So, yeah, well, the, so I'm paying a lot more money for Sky than I am with Net, even though my Netflix and Sky is now combined into the one because I've got Sky Q. Um, yeah. but it just. It, it is just like, yeah, that's like the afterthought um, of what to go to. And then when you do get on it, we're like, oh, we've got so much to watch. What do you want to do? And we'll flick through stuff and be like, you know what, fuck it, let's just go to bed. <laughs> well, you know who else is You know who else is watching Ozark? And I was going to give it a go, but it sounds like it's probably not worth it. Um, <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one. Because no. my, my brother watched it and was like, you've got to see it through. He was like, honestly, it gets so fucking good. And then randomly... About seven or eight people after I went on the rant the other the other week about it. Seven or eight people on my Facebook just like, How is no one watching Ozark yet? It's by far the best show that's ever been on telly. And I'm like, there's so many people that I know who randomly have just started watching it and said it's incredible. And I'm just like, I don't get it. No. It's, well, it doesn't that uh, another another person that's watching it is Donald Fasian's wife. Okay. Because I've been listening to um, yeah, the scrubs. Fate Doctor's Real Friends, mm. uh, and there was this bit I, I wanted to share with you guys. So apparently they're big Disney nerds and big Muppets nerds and stuff. And um, so Donald got married 
in Zach's house or Zach's garden because apparently Zach's got this massive garden um, and they had this big um, quite like you know group of singers to sing at their um, at the wedding mm. and this is one of the songs that they sang can I play it for you uh, and sent this to a couple of people I found it adorable um, hang on listen to this everything is grand I got the whole wide world in the palm of my hand everything is perfect it's falling into place I can't seem to wipe this smile off my face life's a happy song when there's someone by my side to sing along do you recognize it? <laughs> from the Muppet movie right? It's from the Muppets movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was honestly, I was listening to this coming back from Scotland the other day and I was crying in the car. Like I was that emotional. <laughs> I have I have problems when it comes to that cast. I really do. Um I am what where am I up to? I'm up to the one where um they're talking about when um JD and Elliot have just broke up the first time, you know, after the pizza after the pizza day. Um, and they're all having monologues and stuff and they've got John C. McGinley on and that guy is he's he's so good he's so good Um, but yeah so that's that's why I haven't been on our podcast because I've been too busy listening to somebody else's podcast Um, oh I see so if you're after if you're after the podcast to listen to guys uh, Fake Friends Real Podcast Nerdo D&D Fake Doctor's Real Friends (laughs) Oh no no D and D. All that, yeah. Well, um, while we're talking about Netflix, um, I think we we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Reds, that we wanted to talk about Umbrella Academy season two, and oh, it was it. like it was fair warning to everyone that yeah. we would talk spoilers. You you have finished it. Yeah. Good. Okay, and you have, haven't you, Reg? Yeah, I think I was the first one to finish it. Wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Now I, I I've heard loads of mixed things. I've heard people saying like some some it's what it's like Ozark. People seem to love it or hate it. I I think yeah. it's great. I think it's one of the best things on Netflix. Yeah, oh, that's, I, a, that's a strong I, claim. I think it's great. It's it's out of their original programming. I definitely think I think it it knocks uh, Stranger Things out of the park, and uh, and quite a few others. Yeah, yeah. that's really not I think, hard. I though, think is Stranger it? Things, things is overrated. It's massively. overrated. Massively, massively. Massively overrated. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's good. I enjoy it. I watched the whole two seasons and I didn't dislike it. I just don't understand why every time I go into Primark, it's like <laughs> yes. overflowing with Stranger Things. So, yeah. Because um, they can't get rid of it. That's why. The best show on, the, uh, on Netflix was The OA. I'll fight anybody that says otherwise. I did get um, through season two, by the there. way. And what did you think? I mean, it, again, it was great, but <laughs> that ending was just like knowing that it was—it's never coming back. It was hard. It was very <laughs> yeah. tough to see. Red, you're never going to watch it, right? Uh, we got through again. That was another one we got through about yeah. two episodes and forgot about it. It's a hard yeah. watch. Well, it's a hard watch. It it it, it ends. Basically, basically, the end of season one, they go through to a parallel universe. They do that dance thing, and they go through to a parallel universe. And season two is run through the parallel in that parallel universe. And at the end of season two, they go through to another parallel universe. But the parallel universe is ours, where Netflix it's exists. Ours. 
and they're filming and they're the actors. OA season two. <laughs> they're the actors. Um, yeah, rather than being their characters, they are actually the actors. They've gone into their bodies. So and he says his name, doesn't he? What's his yeah. name? The the, the uh, uh, John should... Ham. John Ham. Yeah, yeah. Is he? He's married to her. Apparently, that's what he really? says. That he, he says my wife. He says that about whatever her name is. I'm, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I heard something, but but anyway, it's just like it would have been an amazing cliffhanger to go right. How, what are they going to do with this? But to get to the cliffhanger, and then they go, yeah, we're not making anymore. It but was, they wrote it. It's written well, down. They didn't I'm just sure. do that. To, uh, they didn't just do that as a we're we're getting cancelled. Let's just be silly. They had a plan. Oh, no, for that absolutely. And it would have been. I still say to this day, wouldn't it be, have been amazing if the cancellation on Netflix was yes, part of the part show? Of that. Mm-hmm. It would have been so have been. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're not that clever, so never mind. No, I'm not talking about the the, the writers. I'm talking about Netflix. Um, mm, no, I get that. I do get that. But um, in terms of Umbrella Academy, have either of you read any of the comics? No. No. So... <laughs> Bernie bits and pieces. Keep on when they're doing like what's different in this? Uh, yeah. Like, our well, the thing is, it's totally different. different. You've got mm. you've got the basis of the characters. I get that bit, but it's it's very weird and cartoony. The comic. Yeah. Whereas this is a lot, crazy. Yeah, this is a lot more. It might not seem it. It's a lot more grounded. But it's like um, it's like The Walking Dead. It's really nice knowing what a story is, and then seeing how they're doing it differently um so like the second book is is called dallas and it is all about the you know assassinating the 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 president um and the first season is all about the the white violin and everything like that so it's um it's nice how you can see where it's sort of heading but it's it veers all over the place yeah Um, well it seems like i mean if you look from if you look at other shows that have been adapted from from books or cartoons, it, it, it's it's so difficult to 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 bring a book or a comic to screen, um, like verbatim or, or honestly. Yeah. Um, they all seem to be kind of just just loosely based or oh, there's def- strongly yeah. based, but, there's but definitely th- parts they, that they don't drift. fit on a they TV all show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think that's just because I mean I was thinking about this about the um, the Last of Us TV series they're doing. And however, I I was going to say however disappointing the second game was 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 great plays great but the the story did did just frustrate me a bit and to think like how how they would translate that I can absolutely see certain parts working but in other ways them having to change it massively to get it to work on TV and it's just how TV works differently to you know once you've got that interactive element. It's it's different. You feel like you're in that game, but when you're watching a TV show, I'm I'm more interested in oh, where they're gonna where have they decided this story is gonna go? And you just I'm you know, trying to passive. think of a time when there hasn't been a um, a conversation or an exchange publicly about mm-hmm. what was better. You know, oh the the books were better, or oh, the TV shows were better. Oh yeah, you know, that. in every single. But I can't think of a time when it's been. Oh, it's exactly the same. No, oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's, because it can't be. No, cer- certain things. I think they're so beloved and well known that they had to stick 
relatively close. So, I mean, things like, from what I'm aware, they cut loads out of the Harry Potter films because it, the, the books are massive, but the, the, the narrative is generally in the same direction. Yeah. And I think that's all. That's the problem, you know. When you when you're taking it from a game that might take thirty hours to complete, and you want a ten hour TV series, again, it's not. It's just there's no other way but to cut stuff out. Um, apparently, the again, I've not read the books, but the um, uh, what's it called? Dark, the Dark Materials. Um, you know, the Northern oh, Lights, Philip Pullman's yeah. book. Apparently, the TV show is is pretty faithful to the books i really enjoyed the tv show right yeah really good the, the trailer for the second that was season the one with the small animals, well. wasn't it? yeah yeah the, the demons yeah it was great i really liked it so 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 much better than the film yeah i haven't seen the film anyway i've learned something Give me two, you guys you okay. guys carry on i'm yeah. gonna be back in 20 seconds because i've learned something and i want to share it with you okay go on well, it, it turns out this isn't really going to be very spoilerific on the Umbrella Academy because it seems no one's really got anything to say about it. Which is fine. I think two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, it's probably really fresh it, in yeah, our memory. I, was say, the thing is, I watched it and think about it a month ago now. So I yeah, know, same here. Yeah, yeah. At the end, which you kept from the comics, haven't they? Which is cool. Uh, uh, I, yeah, that, I, I'm hearing a lot of people say that that moment was just like, oh, well, it's really, you know, that was their jump the shark moment. I'm like, really? Come on, just. Like, have you watched this program? <laughs> wow. There's so, so much weird stuff going on. I, I really, really enjoyed season two. I thought it was very good. There wasn't any sort of filler. I, I found in season one there was some filler. A little bit. Um, the, only thing, the only thing I don't like, and I haven't, didn't like season one, didn't like season two, and mm. I think it's just because I just despise her with a passion. It's fucking, what's yeah. the name? Um, boring, I can never remember her name. Ellen Page. Ellen Page, yes. She's she just she her face annoys me in fair enough everything. And, oh, that was freaking. Steve just appeared from nowhere. Yeah, yeah beyond two souls. She was she was horrendous. Yeah, um, and she's just she's bad in there. She's bad in everything. I know people say she's a great actress, but there's nothing redeeming about her. She's, no, she's very one note. Like she's a. a I, like I think her. I think she's a relatively Sad, good actress <laughs> doing what she does. But that's what she does in everything. Has, has she ever smiled in anything? Are we aware? <laughs> just, just out of interest. She, Maybe there was a big there was a big question mark about why she was playing uh, a straight woman in season one because oh, she made because she said yeah. about she'll never be she'll never play a straight character again. And I think it's the ne- the Netflix turned around to her and said, "Listen, you only have to be straight for one season. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we've got this." Um, that's that's all they've yeah, got. Yeah, maybe, around. maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it was. It, I'm 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 so impressed by the budget they throw at these programs now as well. Mm. Like you know, I don't I, I don't know something it. like you, you watch something like Game of Thrones, and for some reason, I almost expect that to to look great because of the setting. And okay, it definitely had its dodgy CGI moments, but on a whole, it looked pretty good. But then these programs like that and like Stranger Things and things, I just think I don't know it, when it's when it looks as good as it does, it looks like a you know a two hundred million dollar film because it pretty much is a two hundred million dollar TV show. Well, that's the thing um, they, they, they don't give it, it looks tenth the budget. 
They don't get mm. one tenth the budget of a feature length film. They get that, you know, like each episode is getting roughly the same amount of budget as a feature length yeah. film. It's in, or sometimes more. Like if you mm. think about how much how much money they spent on Westworld per episode, it's yeah. ridiculous. The gross mm. of Westworld, sorry, the 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 the, the, the net cost of, net, of of Westworld for some of the episodes exceeds some top fifty IMDb movies. It's insane, mm. ridiculous. Um, Have you anyway, watched? I'm oh, sorry, go on. Do your learning thing. No, it's all right. Go on. No. I was going to say, just have you? Have you watched on Netflix the high score? No documentary. Oh my thing. god, no, it was so good. Is is it? Because <laughs> I, I, I've, I've not looked at anything of it other than I saw the trailer, and immediately whenever I see any, whenever there's anything that is a game, the documentary or TV show, it's always the same. Like it, it looks like it's done by someone who doesn't know anything about games oh no that's that's it's that's just all not right that th- this is done so okay. well in that aspect it's just they're like oh let's make it look like uh, let's make it look like pac-man and you know it just it just always has that same is visual this, is this a six episode thing that, that, that yes. talks about different yeah so different it's charles marinette whatever he's called the guy who, yeah. who voices mario who narrates it all okay. like the the graphics and everything about oh, it. It, it yeah, it, yeah. It's him, right? and he's it's really well done and the graphics surround it all are brilliant. Like so, when you talk about the budgets, like even this is a documentary series going through. Like it's got a, it must have a decent budget behind it for like some of the stuff they find out and that sort of thing. It it's great. My issue is again, I don't. I think I was expecting either too much from it, mm. or B, because it's a really interested hobby of mine. I've already knew everything that yeah. they, yeah. they've done. Yeah, and could be. My, my other main concern over it was that, so do you start talking about, obviously, how the consoles first came into it, Nintendo, and they're like, here's the background of Nintendo, and it's like, ooh, this would be fun when you talking about how it started off as, like, you know, doing the playing cards, and then it needs to bring yeah. toys into it, and I was like, brilliant. And then for, they like... skipped ahead, though, didn't they? Yeah, and then, well, I suppose he had to, because he didn't really want to talk about the hotel's prostitute use. Yeah. So we had to be like, let's, let's ignore this bit and let's just crack on to the, the Nintendo like, championships and let's focus of this, this what could be an awesome episode detailing every amazing part of Nintendo history to let's talk to this, this one kid who won the Nintendo Power, like, Power Championships oh, and wow. then let's not show the actual prize he's won. They show, they show little bits and pieces of his collection, but the actual trophy yeah. is worth something. He blatantly pawned. <laughs> Because there was nothing there. Yeah. Show off. Yeah. And you were talking about how um, when you, you had, like, you know, years back before you had the internet, you used to be able to phone up and do the chat lines. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they the, and how those guys were gods. Yeah, because like they, they, they'd never got games or tips in advance. When the game yeah. came out, so they, had to they, play them. they got the game at the same time. So they just created Bibles on the, on the fly. So when a game came out, they'd be like, right, as soon as it hits midnight, everyone start playing it. So when someone phoned up, like little Timmy was just like, I'm stuck on this. How do I do this? So like, okay, I'll, and he's showing you the big Bible and stuff. And I was like, it's cool to see it because I've read loads about it, but I've not actually hmm. seen it before. I never thought but, of it like that. And, uh, it was, it was uh, things like, the, go on, sorry. I was going to say, and how they were talking about how, um, like, they were a bit worried about going into work because there was like 500 titles out at that time that someone could call in about, and they yeah. they they have to literally play <laughs> every single game, and they could be calling up about some like random chess game that nobody's ever played. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that was interesting to me. 
Yeah, but it's such things like when they were talking about, so they, they've done the birth of um, adventure games and like RPGs. So they're focusing on RPGs and stuff, and then they were like, and then right at the end of the episode, they were like, and that turns us into like JRPGs. And then like, so Final Fantasy started off as just like, it was going to be a one-off. And like, but now it's a multinational selling like million pound fucking gaming franchise. Not what happened throughout that process. No. Did, like a tiny little bit of the artwork from like the first one to be like, yeah, I'm a, I was the artist on it. And now I do crazy things that I didn't expect to have to do. Yeah. And then they it moved it, away from that. it so, makes you think, like, who, who was this for? Yeah. You know, it, if, you, if you're interested in it because you like games, you're absolutely right. You know all of this. Yeah, and the stuff that is of interest, you go, yeah, people won't be interested in that. And I'm like, no, I, I was. That's why I, the first one I watched was like, ooh, Adventure in RPGs. I'll watch that one. Mm. What annoyed me was how they dedicated that one episode talking about the demise of the demise of Atari based on that E.T. game. And then they were talking about the guy that made that E.T. game. Uh, and he was like, I the... promise I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah, went into the background thing. of how that how that happened. Like, it happened based on the fact that they asked this 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 teenage kid if he could do... Because he just finished... What other the game did he just finish that was a success? That he had, like, nine months to do. And they were like, look, can you do E.T. in nine weeks? And he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, that was the first thing. But the second thing, and this is what really gets me, what really annoys me, is it wasn't him that was responsible for that game. It was Spielberg. He had the final say. He had the sign-off on it. And he also, when they made a point in this show, he had very little input on what it was going to be like. Like when he was when when that kid first went to talk to Spielberg and was like, What do you want it to be like? You know, what kind of game do you want it to be like? And he was like, Can you not just make Pong again? Like, can it not just be like Pong? Like Spielberg was completely uninspired for the game. And when they when they asked him if the game was okay and Spielberg was like, Yeah, it's fine. It's his fault. Spielberg yeah. was the reason why Atari failed. Wow. I won't I won't hear anything else. Mm. He had a lot of say on E.T. Like even the you know the ride at Universal Studios, that yeah. ride is never allowed to be removed unless he says so. That the deal was, yes, you can have an E.T. ride, but that it's there forever, and, and unless I say you can get rid of it. But it is That's iconic, cool. isn't it? That's it's the, great, but it's even though it feels it, so it, it annoys me so much, and I'll never It'll go be there. It? What, about, what about when he dies? Something. Well, that, maybe that's 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 the time. Maybe that's when they get rid. But let's not talk about Steven Spielberg dying. Yeah. Well, the the other thing that got me about this show was um, how they were talking about the um, um, how Nintendo USA um, got sued um, <laughs> by um, was it by Universal, Universal. or by yeah, it was Universal um, because yeah. of the because of the likeness to King Kong with Donkey Kong. Right. Okay. So they were saying. So they were saying, "Look, you know, we're, we're going to sue you because you've copied our character, basically." And um, so they brought this um, the solicitor guy in, didn't they? This this lawyer, and um, he, he came to defend Nintendo US. And they made this big point about the fact that because Nintendo USA was such a small company at the time, because remember from from yeah. from Japan, <laughs> if they would have lost this case. Then it would have it would have disbanded Nintendo US. There wouldn't be a Nintendo US. So he was like paramount to the future, and he ended up arguing the the the, the case by being like, "Well, look at all these other comparison people that uh, you know that, that they were looking at like Kong automobiles and stuff, and all these other like you know fair 
fair trade common license things yeah. that it was like if you're going to sue us you need to sue all them too um anyway they won the case of course they did and uh nintendo said right we're going to make a we're going to make a character uh based on your name um to say thank you guess what his surname was how do you not know this story <laughs> i didn't know it either jack kirby yeah, he also won the the fight as well because it turns out Universal didn't actually own the rights to fucking uh, King Kong. Oh, is that why they didn't mention yeah. that? Yeah, they, um, so that's what they, they were saying. It was like, yeah, but but he is our character and he's got a damsel in distress and that's it. So that's why Jack Kirby was like, well, look at all these other things that reference it. So you've got like yeah. the pizza place, you've got the automobile place, you actually got a tower in Italy or something like that that's that's called Kong Tower. They've got all these but, things. He made this joke. You don't own the rights to <laughs> anything. Yeah. It's not. It's not made... the Jack Kirby, the the cartoon, the the comic. No, the writer or anything. No, okay. No, he's a, he's no. a very no. different he's Jack a very Kirby. Stuffy solicitor. It showed a picture of his boat, and on the side of the boat, it said Kirby and Kirby font on there. No, sorry, it said Donkey Kong, didn't it? He's got a Donkey yeah. Kong boat. Um, yeah. And he made a joke. He was like, he said, I did consider suing Nintendo US for using my name because they didn't have permission to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was really sad was at the end in the credits, John Kirby, it said that's that it. That, Jack Kirby. John Kirby. He right. said that he, uh, he died last year, which is, yeah. which is sad. Um, but yeah, that's where Kirby comes from. All right. What was uh, what was your thing you wanted that you learned that you wanted to go and tell slash show us? So, happy Halloween, everybody! Wait, can't see it. Actually, I might. I might okay, so hold it there again. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Choose background effects. You no. have a you have a Mickey Mouse cup. There you go. Yep, I see it. Right. A Halloween Mickey Mouse cup. Okay. Because. Happy Halloween, guys. It's nearly that time. It's in, nearly that time. In like two months. Right. right. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> I've learned, been he's learned to do the cops on Reg. So can we mute him and just carry on a conversation? Yeah, go on. <laughs> You've been that bored, even though you know certain people who are permanently off and have absolutely nothing to do and have been texting you rather regularly to say would you you've like to do away. this would you like to do that and you've been away okay that's it's fine. Not, i've not been doing it on those days <laughs> i was only away for three days but okay. okay it's not like it was my birthday or anything you know happy birthday dan yeah. i've learned this for you we'll get on with it then <laughs> That's great. Okay. Could you hear that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't understand why there's not another rhythm that people do because everyone does that same one. Because because that, that YouTube woman. Yeah, no, it's from a um, a game that uh, the Americans play in the in the Girl Guides, right. and what they do is imagine there's someone sitting next to me here. Right, mm -hmm. I'm here. Oh, they, they you do pass it. the cup on to the next person. They do that. Yeah. And then they do the same thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm. So, yeah. Well, TikTok well, um, video. That, um, oh dear, did you? That, that trended for about five minutes. And no way. Oh. Yeah. What's, what's the most... Copy. 
What's the most likes you have? Well, Dan, keep in mind that mm. one of my um, one of my TikTok posts went viral, um, which is typical considering that we're all currently suffering from COVID nineteen at the moment. Um, okay. There we go. Mm. So, uh, so this video that I did had three hundred ninety one point one thousand views. Okay. Uh, had sixty six comments and nine thousand six hundred and fifteen likes. Which which video? Uh, it's me. Um, I'll send you a link to it, uh, okay. and you can post it up. It's just because you want another doing... view of it. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Doing... It's me doing butters. So, can you see oh, that? that one, the sitting backwards on the toilet. I did see that. One. And yeah. Now, uh, yeah, and that, that's the one that I know for a fact that you went out and bought chocolate milk, especially, <laughs> especially so you could record that video. What was funny was you should have seen the bathroom at the time because I had to put my um, my tripod in the bath, but mm. at a place where it had to, one of the legs had to lean on the side of the bath, right. so yeah. I had to move all the shampoos and the body body stuff the way. The lengths we <laughs> go to for the likes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you did you post your SoundCloud in the comments so people could link? And by that, I mean, did you link them through to the podcast and stuff? I didn't. But, no. Take that. Take the opportunity, or at least put another one up immediately after. Going, hey guys, I do a podcast. What I might do is post that exact same video from the Nerd OD account okay. and see what happens. Why not? See if it has another another round. That's what happens over TikTok, isn't it? Things just as long as it makes it onto the front screen, the front page, it'll get viewed. Did you see several thousand. talking about trending stuff? Mm. Um, did you see McCauley Culkin's uh, tweet yesterday? Nope. It nope. said, um, "It said just to make you guys feel old, um, I'm 40. <laughs> You're welcome." <laughs> was that all it was? <laughs> yeah, wow. that's all. It yeah, said. fair enough. Fair enough. I fell down a, um, a rabbit hole, speaking of old things, um, before. So Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they've just announced that they're doing a, um, a reunion special because it's turned 30 years old mm. this year. Um, so HBO are doing a, um, a reunion where they're getting everyone together, apart from, obviously, the first Aunt Viv. Um, oh, yeah. Because we all know she's bad. She's and crazy. and um, Uncle Phil. Oh, well, obviously, Uncle Phil, because he's passed. Yeah. Whereas the original Aunt Viv, this is the rabbit hole I fell down. Okay. So the original Aunt Viv is hella crazy. So she's constantly going on about this feud she's got with Will Smith, which Will Smith's like, there is no feud. I keep wishing you all the best. But she's blaming him for her getting fired off set, off uh, the freshman speller. Okay. Um, despite the fact that everyone was just saying she was basically just like head hands down the biggest nutcase that anyone's ever worked with. Um, she was like demanding more money. She was like rude to everyone, not only the cast, but like the, the people that are sitting in the audience watching it all. Um, yeah. Then she blamed Will for being racist because she was a darker skin tone than he was. Um, 
And it was just, it was all sorts. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. Just You're obviously the main star, aren't you? So, you know, it's all about you. So you have to have this little win. And just started, like, fucking, like, lambasting just loads, just going at him. Um, until in the end, they were like, right, you're going to have to go. We're going to have to replace you. Mm. Um, and she went on, a like, a chat show. She was like, it'll never be as good as what it was about me. They'll never be able to carry it on. And they're like, yeah, yeah, three seasons later, like they're still going strong. And she's like, it's not a real family. No one really likes like, likes each other. And then I was watching some videos from dude running through it all. I was like, yeah, so, um, you know, they don't stick together. And it's like, here's a quick montage to the Fresh Prince team tune. And it's just them throughout the years all going on holiday together still. And they still do. They all Aww. go together, like, as a family and stuff. All meet up and do all that. And I was like, that's awesome. Um, but they're rebooting it. Mm. Um, yeah. So they've... Will Smith has been part of the production crew um, on it as well, so he's having like a, a lot to say about it. And I was like, "How can you reboot it?" So I watched the trailer. Yeah, well, the that, fan, the fan yeah, film. Yeah, exactly. So this a, a year ago, they released this fan-made trailer of a gritty reboot called Bel Air, and yeah. it was literally just you know like a dramatic retelling of Will's story. If you yeah, if you could imagine like Boys in the Hood. Mm. Uh, or Friday, not the spoof ones, but the actual like the the proper films like that, Men's Society. It gave me that vibe, and you know what? I was like, yeah, okay, I eat my words. It really works, really, really well. Yeah, it's and crazy. It's the same, same team. Will watched it and was like, I love that. I'm not surprised. Like, we need to do this. So I'm. Well, she I'm doesn't sound start, as crazy uh, as. She doesn't sound as crazy as um. Uh, what was his name? Randy? Was it Randy Quaid? Uh, oh, Rand- yeah, no, Randy Quaid is a is legitimately crazy. The one that... Uh, yeah, the one from Independence a, Day. A, a mask on and yeah. Doesn't he, doesn't his, his, someone who's related to Dennis Quaid, so obviously Randy Quaid as well, okay. um, isn't that one of the stars from uh, from The Boys, like that, that guy? Uh... Sure he's re- I'm sure he's related to him. Maybe you know the one I'm talking about, yeah, the one whose yeah, uh, girlfriend dies. Mm, yeah, spoilers, but that, um, that's in the first um, two minutes. So. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. Yes, um, I I'll ask I'll ask the question here now, but I I know I think I know your answer, Sean, and I'm pretty sure I know your answer as well, Reg. Actually, but neither of you have seen Tenet, have you? No, no. So I'd you know imagine, what, Reg, I, you, you, know you just I'm have no Nolan time to go fan. to the cinema. No, that's why I figured you won't have watched it. So I, I've, been, I've been thinking all, all week how to address this film without going into spoilers, um, because it's one of those films, you know, it's the first big release since, since cinema's closed. You know, it, mm. it was supposed to be out in, was it May or June? And then obviously got delayed and got delayed and got delayed. And every time they set a new release date, you know that that just got passed and then it, they moved it on um because he chris nolan wanted this film at the cinema he said I, he doesn't he didn't want it released as like an on-demand thing like trolls world tour or whatever or bill and ted has, has ended up doing um because for I, I mean he's right in in as much as his films are very cinematic they're they're absolutely they're always a spectacle there's always something to look at and you want to see it on the biggest screen possible and everything um, and I, I really like his films for the, for the most part, Like I, I, I like the Batman ones, but I saw 
long, long before any of them. Memento is great. Memento is one of my favorite films. Yeah, it's by far his his best film. Um, Excuse me, I knocked my camera. Um, What was the uh, Insomnia, the one with Al Pacino and Robin Williams in? That was great as well. I really like The Prestige. There was, I think, there was two films out at the same time about magicians, but Prestige and The Illusionist, and Prestige sort of almost got steamrolled a little bit, but that was really good. Um, Inception, I like, and while it's really complicated, I know a lot of people who came out of it going, oh, I just don't understand it; it doesn't make any sense. I can't think of any film that handheld you more than that film to go. This is what's happening. It's this is how it works. How the world works. Yeah. yeah, but that's but that's great. That's good because. Tenet doesn't. Tenet oh, really? just right. Tenet, without completely ruining what the whole plot is, I think the people know the basic gist that it's about being able to go backwards through time. Okay, um, so not necessarily time travel, but the whole point is Tenet is a palindrome, and it's like that. So you've got people who go forward and you've also got people and things that can go backwards like they're going forwards so in the trailer it shows like um a you know a bullet going back into the gun and stuff like that and he's like whoa that's cool and then she explains you're not firing the gun you're firing the bullet you're catching the bullet and basically it's it's half james bond film and half christopher nolan weird crazy idea let's make a film around this one idea and the James Bond stuff is really badly done. It makes you want to go, like, within the first 10 minutes, this guy gets recruited by this tenant thing, and they explain what's going on. And he goes, right, wait wait a minute, but what if... And he, he gets cut off by this professor woman, and she says, no, no, just don't think too hard about it. You, you, won't, you won't understand it. And that, I 100%, is Chris Nolan saying to the audience... This doesn't make sense, but don't think about it because you're going to ruin the movie if you overthink it. Because he's got this idea that runs through the movie. Well, it doesn't even run through the first hour of it. There's nothing about it. But once it comes in and you get all these backwards bits, it doesn't make sense. It completely falls apart. But it's like he's just gone, let's just brush it under the carpet and hope that no one realizes. But See, it that's really what I felt like he did with Inception. Up. And that's I think why the I got angry. I think Inception mm-hmm. did it. it. It made sense in that world. Everything made made enough sense for me to go. Not Inception, sorry. Interstellar. Interstellar, yeah. Inception. In, Interstellar was like the first step on the way down to the the basement that the that Tenet belongs in, to be honest. Because that was my issue with, it, with, with Interstellar, was the fact that there were some bits that were like, mm-hmm. okay, we're not going to get this as, a, as an audience. No. Like... Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess you are if you're not going to think about it. But if you're going to think but about it, it's the not problem. Work. Yeah, I don't. The, from everything I've that I've learned from Chris Nolan films, it's that it's good to think about it and work it out and have all these theories. Yeah. It's like you know, spoilers. But it's when when he spins the uh, the, the the spinning top yeah. at the end of Inception, unanswered question. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Things like that. It's it's left open, but it's explained enough to be like, right, I understand the levels here. And that they go slower as you get further in, and then the the kick, you know, and it works. Yeah. It all yeah, works. It, it all makes sense, but this film doesn't, and it. I think it. I might give it a miss, you know. Otherwise, I'm going to get mad at it. Well, so the other thing is, 
I was like, well, do you know, you know, I don't care anyway. It's a Chris Nolan film, and I'm going to go to the cinema. I'm going to enjoy it in the cinema. And I went to see it in a really good screen as well, supposedly really good sound. It was the worst sound I've ever heard in a film. And really? I, I was thinking about this totally independently. And then I watched a review and, and someone said exactly the same thing. And I was like, so it wasn't just my screen. The, oh. He's always really big on big, loud sound effects. Like, you know, that it's <laughs> like this no yeah. noise. That's like 90% of the film is that sort of noise. Um, and the, the audio, the actual um, dialogue is really low in the mix. It's really quiet to the point where I needed subtitles. And um, yeah, Kenneth Branagh plays this Russian um, like crime boss, like weapons dealer. And you can hardly tell what he's saying half the time, partly because it's in this accent and partly because it's really quiet. Um, and it was re- and even when there was a big action scene and there was just loads of gunfire going on, it felt really tinny and it hurt my ears. And it that, along with not really getting what was going on, but knowing that neither does Chris Nolan really know what's going on, <laughs> kind of ruined it. So I, I, I'd love to go more into it, but it's absolutely well, one of those films just, that I don't, I, I definitely don't want to ruin any key things. Um, I'm just happy that that I'm not I'm not on my own in this little boat of not liking Christopher Nolan anymore. Oh um, no, I, I thing is I like everything else. Even Dunkirk no. was 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 good. I liked Dunkirk. It was, so I was disappointed film. that it was like that. I think before Dunkirk came out, I was like, that's not. I want a Chris Nolan film. A Chris Nolan film are these, you know, it's almost like an M, M. Night Shyamalan film. You expect a certain thing from it. You expect this really slightly confusing, but if you if you just think about it enough, it starts to make sense sort of film. And I thought it wasn't going to be that at all. It was just going to be this war film. Unfortunately, it did have an element of that with the whole, you know, it showed, I can't, I'm trying to remember now, it, it, it followed like four characters, didn't it? And it was mm-hmm. like 12, 12 hours, you know, 12 days and whatever. It was, it was, you, you, you didn't know that it was at different times, but then it would all build up and end at the same point. And I thought that was really yeah. clever that there was all these little twists and things. You suddenly went, ah, okay, that makes more sense now. So well, I appreciated that. Go on. I was going to say, if you'll allow me to, because you just mentioned M. Night Shyamalan. Mm. M. Night Shyamalan. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to loop back um, on that uh, to, what's his name? The guy, the kid from uh, Sixth Sense. Haley Joel name. Yeah. Have you yeah. finished on, on Tenant yet? On what? On, on Have I no finished one. talking about it? I, yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Because I just wanted it because I'd also just got IMDb up because I wanted to check on uh, that kid that plays um, Hugh Cam- okay. Huey Campbell. Um, right. So first of all, um, yeah, the, the guy from uh, Sixth Sense, the Haley Joel Osment, uh, plays uh, Mesmerize or, or Mes Mes. It's something like that. He, he's a, his special ability is that he can. Uh, you can read people's minds. Mm. Um, and I, I'm not going to give too much away, but um, he was basically, as a kid, he could do it as a kid as well, and they made a TV show about him. Uh, and it shows this Haley yeah. Joel Osmond's character as a kid, and it looks nothing like him. And it just really took me Even. out of the moment of, hang on, that's not the kid. If you're going to pick, yeah, if you're going to pick a kid, kid. <laughs> if you're going to pick an actor that you know you're going to yeah. show as a kid, 
Don't pick someone yeah. that we know <laughs> what he looks like Absolutely. as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Weird. That threw me off. That threw me off as much as, uh, remember when we watched Suicide Squad and they came up with Suicide Squad uh, tra- um, um, uh, closed captions halfway through the film. And it was like, oh, I'm watching a film. I think I told you about it. It was at the cinema. Okay. I'm sure it was Suicide Squad, but they right. used the wrong font uh, for captions because someone was speaking in a different language. Okay. And it just threw you out of the movie for a second. It was like they're not they're not proper closed captions, and they're using the font. They're using the right, text. right, right. Okay. It just reminded you you were watching a film, and it took you out. Yeah. Um, because I, I yeah. get very much into films, um, but no, going going back to Jack to um, to mm. this guy, Huey. Uh, Hugh Campbell, uh, was played by a twenty eight year old actor called Jack Quaid, mm. who's uh, the son of Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. Oh, he is. He's the nephew of Randy Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Did not is know him. Yeah. Did no, you like either. how? Doesn't look so anything in, like him in the comics. His the character that he's based on was based on oh excuse Simon me Peg. was on based Simon on Simon Pegg yeah and they get Simon Pegg to play his dad in the I love that film. it's great I love that. really That's nice terrible that. American yeah. accent oh it's so bad yeah yeah well I mean by, with the name it's Huey you, you can tell that he's supposed to be Scottish <laughs> so yeah. in the in the comics he's he's Scottish did you know that that, that it's back they're doing they're doing a six part and they're like four four issues into this six part. Uh, mini series, comic oh, mini series of the boys. Oh, it's really? called Dear Becky. Uh, it's 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 about his girlfriend that that dies <laughs> on a a train. Well, I was, yeah. I was um I was when I first started watching the boys. Uh, I was uh, what was I eating? Oh, I had some ice cream. Mm. I sat there eating ice cream, and Carl Urban came onto the screen. Of mm. course, the guy from um uh, from Star Trek. I'm sure he's been in other things as well. Yeah. Uh, but he comes on as, uh, what's his name, Billy Butcher. Mm. And he starts talking, and I nearly hurled this this ice cream pot at the TV because I was so angry at his English accent. I was mm. so mad. Because at first I thought he was American trying to do English, and he couldn't decide what the difference was between Australian right. and English. But yeah, then I, I learned that. he's from New Zealand, so it's like, right, okay, that's his New Zealand accent sneaking mm. through. But he's terrible at English. He's so bad. Well, it's supposed so, to be a really thick Cockney accent, so he is he is doing yeah, that typical. It's just Cockney. it's just bad. It's mm. just bad. He can't he's generally, apart from the accent, he's great, and he's generally really good in yeah. anything. He was great I in Dread. There was a there was a show that was on Sky that, that was only lasted one season, and he was a cop, and he had a partner that was an android. I can't remember what it was called. But it was really good. It only lasted one season, got cancelled, but um, yeah, it was all <laughs> I was about. Like, oh, it's Detroit, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. But <laughs> it was, it, yeah, generally. Yeah. But it was about four I years before that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we we need to wrap up because I've only got about eight percent battery left. But you you mentioned Suicide Squad. We obviously Is won't it, talk about any of them now. We haven't talked about anything from DC Fandom. Which no. was, oh, was so much week was frustrating because it felt it was, like in, in like um, an E three like the, yeah. the next day I went I, I was, went onto YouTube and I was like oh great I've got a Batman trailer oh okay I've got a Suicide Squad trailer okay we've got a new Wonder Woman trailer it was just everything yeah, yeah. The Suicide Squad game yeah as as Justice Suicide. League Snyder cut which seemed like the world's most pointless trailer and and Zack Snyder is obsessed with the Leonard Cohen version of Hallelujah. 
Yeah. Like, do you remember the really awkward sex scene in Watchmen? Yeah. With that music playing. It's such a bad... I know that's the original and everything, but it's such a bad version of that song. Like, Mm. my original was a Jeff Buckley version. So, no, not not the uh, X Factor version. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) But, you know, infinitely But It just... mm. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot we need to talk about those as well. Um, yeah, and Batfleck coming back. Batfleck. Yay! Yay. Mm. Uh-huh. In the Flash, which I'm, I can't believe is still happening with Ezra Miller, but, you yeah, know, fair enough. Great. See, I just think they're trying to... I just think they're, they're, they're monopolising on the fact that, that, that Marvel are in between uh, stories at the moment. They've gone, right, OK, let's take advantage, because they couldn't really compete. I, I, mm. I, I don't think they I can. I still don't think they, they can entirely, uh, but... It's just they need to have their own thing, and, and at least it they're just trying seems to do like that. They're monopolising on this yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it makes sense what, what Sean's saying because it, it is the perfect time for him at the minute to be like, yeah. hey, check us all out. The, the downside is is that when the stuff comes out, it's usually pretty shit. Yeah. Like, I like I like the look slash feel of the new Batman, the, the Batman trailer. Mm. The thing I don't like, though, and it, it's not because it's Robert Patterson. Before anyone says it, I don't like the fact they've used Nightwing as Batman. <laughs> like he—he he looks like they've got mm. like. How do we design the Batman to be slightly different than everyone else's interpretation? Right, you know how he used to have that guy that was Robin, and then and then he moved him across into Nightwing, and he had yeah. that cool emo look. Yeah. Well, right, maybe it's, though it's that that maybe that is, that's they're saying like. Joker film and Justice League and that Batman and the, the Batman from the film they're not connected but maybe they are maybe this is this is like a, you know a Batman replacement it's like mm. when they did Batman of the Future and stuff like that and it was another yeah. Batman maybe that I maybe think it could have it looks like to why that's the red that they focus in on the could red be. Yeah. and and I think the Joker is going to be connected to it in that these are because you see sort of Joker esque people don't you. I think the idea is, I think they're hinting at it being these are these are his followers, you know, two decades, three decades after he was, um, you know, he did his thing in in the Joker film. Uh, anyway, it's I, I, I'm I'm worried. Go on, wrap this up because I'm worried that the. Uh, Sorry, I just wanted to stop. say really. <laughs> I just want to say really quickly, it's 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 testament to the marketing guys from from DC and the trailer makers yeah. as to how well they do. Because I always get excited about these movies. It's just when I go and watch them, it's like so <laughs> anticlimactic. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So is. I just won't be filmed fooled anymore. No. It's not gonna happen. But the um the Suicide Squad game looks good though. Go on that. Mm. And the Suicide oh, Squad movie no. literally looks like uh really feels like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, not in space. It it felt like it had that same attitude. No, I, I generally didn't think that the trailer was going to end, that casted mm. trailer. I was like, well, fuck no, another one. Fuck yeah, another one. Fuck so another many people. Oh, so one. many people. It's but, like insane. But that's the point. Scenes, footage and stuff of, look really cool. They're, they're, they're yeah. going to get wiped out within space. That, exactly. Set. That's the point. They're like, look, we can get 20 m- massive cast members and kill half of them off and then, you know, move on. But mm. anywho, well, we might have a proper talk about this. Well, next yeah, week. I think next we need week. to, because I really want to, yeah. so I want to oh, talk about how. I, I'll be in Denmark well. next week, so um, as long as we're, as we'll, we'll check time zones, but hopefully um, I can I can Skype in from Denmark. Awesome. If, um, if not, me, you and Dave will do one, Sean. Yeah. 
but either way yeah. someone else is going to have to edit so i'm just putting that out there now so anywho thank you for watching and thank you for for, uh, for coming on onto the pod you guys so, always a pleasure mm. thank you well, but just before we do go go then mm. what did what did you get for your birthday did you get anything exciting uh no not really oh. no of course i did i got a uh, let me show you my lego set <laughs> i knew there'd be something you know, a lego tokyo oh i saw the video How awesome yeah. is that yeah I, I put up a video of my hamster like attacking it it was great <laughs> he just he just did it of his own accord it wasn't even set up the sound effects were added. Um, and, oh, I wouldn't have guessed that bit. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Um, and yeah, and we had a nice time down in London. And we got some t-shirts and uh, lots of fun stuff. And it was awesome. It's excellent. That's it. Yeah. Nothing off you guys. I haven't seen you. Honestly. And let's, okay, so how long did I wait to get my, my birthday present? <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that was in the in the throngs of COVID. Anyway, well, still, we better go. I'm how joking. long was it? Because I'll wait the same time. It was a while. It was a Happy while. Christmas. Well, Happy it was Christmas either that or I, or I killed your entire family with by <laughs> bringing you the, the Japanese COVID that everyone was scared I had. Would I have been angry about that? Um, God, true. You'd have, had, you'd have had Japanese anyway. food, so no. Anyway, thank you. See you next Bye, time. Everyone. Bye, everyone. Toodles. Bye.